0: Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Brandon Kelly, the host of Blue Wire's new podcast, Golden Goals. Gold. From Lionel Messi to Marta to Pele. Our show takes a deep dive into soccer superstars. And he's... What a world Cup from, Megan Rapinoe. from Zlatan Ibrahimovic's brash confidence with the play to back it up, to Megan Rapinoe's heroic outspokenness and World Cup flair. Each episode examines a personality of the world's game. We'll dig into Maradona's hand of God performance and subsequent downfall. The teenage trio at Dortmund that signaled the next generation of superstars. And that infamous headbutt that slung Zinedine Zidane from glory. Golden Gold. Soccer stars and the moments that made them. Premiering this summer on Blue Wire. Blue Wire.
1: The Arizona Cardinals select.
2: Tyler Murray. And the 2019 Offensive Rookie of the Year is Kyle Murray.
1: This year's
0: most valuable player, Lamar Jackson. He's <laughs> got to them, Look at touch, and forth. Oh! He broke his ankles! He is Houdini! Touchdown! Patrick Mahomes with a rope. Chiefs are Super Bowl champion.
1: Alright guys, welcome back to the Establish the Past Podcast presented by Quest Points and our friends at Ben Online. I'm your host, Blake Lovell. With me is my co host Dylan Reagan and uh Dylan you know, we were wondering, we were thinking over the weekend, I'm sure, what are we gonna talk about on Monday's episode of the podcast? And then the NFL world just hands us uh something <laughs> on a silver platter here and um so I think we got plenty to talk about today when it comes to uh, Cam Newton signing with the New England Patriots,
2: yes, the the Patriots are back. It's official. We were concerned, you know, one of the primary teams of our yep. our podcast, along with the AFC South as a as a division and the Bills. I think it is only right that now that yeah we have the Patriots back in the conversation, we've been neglecting them a little bit too much, and this is what we get. I mean, there were a lot of jersey swaps of Cam on the Patriots for the last few months. It seemed like it kind of was inevitable, but at the same time, we're like, is this really going to happen? Um, and sure enough, now yeah, it's just the most Patriots deal and the most, uh, and really I think as we go into this, a win-win for both sides.
1: Yeah, we talk about the odds makers. our friends Bet Online, all the places uh, they like, they had this one like they're pretty much the one of the betting favorites from the start. And uh, sure enough, there it is. Uh, Cam Newton is joining the New England Patriots, and uh, I guess to start off with here. You know, you look at the contract, that's what everybody wants to talk about uh, when it comes to, all right, what are the Patriots getting out of this? What are they mm-hmm. giving up in this whole deal? And, of course, what's Cam getting out of this? I know one of the things earlier, uh, someone for The Athletic, I want to say it was a Patriots guy, and I wish I could remember it off the top of my head, but he put out something, I think it was last night, <clears throat> talking about how, you know, initially the Patriots were, were not interested in signing him, but then... Mm-hmm. As the contract changed a little bit, as the demands went down, probably because I think Cam, you know, likely realized that he wasn't going to get the deal that he wanted. Um, then you know you had the Patriots step back in the mix, and so I, I mean you know it's it's a contract that certainly it's got you know seven point five million of up to that and in incentives. Um, you know it's it's a situation mm-hmm. where certainly he's not getting anything probably that he expected to get when this whole thing first started. But at the same time, you know, I I don't necessarily look at this for either party and say that this is a bad fit because it always felt like one of the best fits for both parties based on where they're both at, I guess in terms of their NFL spots right now. Uh and for the contract itself, like you know, it's still something where it, it they didn't pay, you know, the, uh-huh. the amount of money that certainly, you know, Cam probably expected when he first was out there, but um they also I think get a lot out of it because Look, if he turns out to to go back to where he was, I don't think he's going to get back to where you know he was when he was leading the Panthers to the Super Bowl. But uh-huh. if he can get back to just being you know someone that they can rely on at some point, rather than you know someone that's dealt with injuries and all that, it's not a bad deal, I think, for either one of them.
2: Yeah, if he can get back to even where he was for the first half of the 2018 season, where they were six and two in the North Turner offense. Uh, he was having one of the most efficient, uh, just passing-wise, seasons of his career. And really, I mean, they, they modified the offense around him, and it worked out pretty well. Obviously, he's had a couple of huge injuries, and that's a huge question mark. That is probably you know, why he didn't receive better uh, you know, offers. If teams were able to really uh, analyze him and feel like he's completely healthy, I don't see why you wouldn't offer quite a bit uh, more than this. But, I mean, on the Adam Schefter podcast, he said that no other team really made an offer, which to me is crazy I feel like for yeah the minimum or even a little more than that or some sort of there's some sort of number you can you can get to where it makes so much more sense uh to at least bring them into your QB room and have there for you I don't don't see why it would make any sense for more teams not to to jump on this so yeah for the Patriots I don't think they could have done any better not just obviously with the contract but with who they're going to get here in Cam Newton um compared to you know any other other alternatives we talked about all those guys and they all kind of found their homes and they were kind of the odd man out. And we have joked about them being able to tank for Trevor Lawrence. I I think, you know, as long as Cam's playing, that's going to be pretty difficult because their defense is still really good. And, yeah, if he's – the thing is, if he's healthy, I mean, by all accounts his shoulder going into last season was healthy and it was really the, the foot injury that was causing all the problems. So, I mean, if he's healthy, I don't think realistically looking back at what he was in 2018, now you add Josh McDaniels, probably the best offensive line he's had in a long time, at least maybe not in his career, but at least since that Super Bowl team. Yeah, it's uh, it's looking pretty good for them. And uh, for Cam, too, if he's able to, you know, play up, even if he doesn't make all the incentives, I think this is a great opportunity for him. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, there are all these other teams that didn't make offers. But even if they had, I think for him to maximize his value next year, much more favorable market, I believe, you know, uh, uh, you know, thankful or hopefully will be beyond uh, the pandemic and uh, the uh, market itself for uh, NFL players will be a bit better. And he has this opportunity now to really show that he can still play at a high level. I think just both sides is a low-risk, high-reward kind of deal for the Patriots and then for Cam himself, an opportunity to prove himself and probably the only team right now that really had a starting spot that was really up for grabs at the moment.
1: Yeah, Schefter did mention that really the only other team – he talked about it, even talked to him, I guess, or at least there was anything mm-hmm. of any any meaningful conversation was the Browns, which I thought that was sort of odd a little bit uh, in terms of – there's a lot more teams out there, I think, that – that should have been a little bit more interested than the Browns in terms of where they're at, because we know Baker Mayfield struggled a bit, but, you know, they just signed Case Keenum. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying Case Keenum is, is going to go out <laughs> and when you have 14 games in the regular season or anything, but in terms of backups, I'd say Case Keenum is probably one of the best backups in the NFL yeah. when you look at it from that standpoint, when you look at uh, other teams. So, uh, yeah, that that that's what I found interesting, too, in terms of uh, the interest that was there, because, again, Especially on a contract like this, like you're telling me that there's not another team out there that would have said, "Hey, we'll pay this amount and we'll give you this kind of contract." Um, you would think that that maybe there would have been a few more teams out there willing to do that, but at the same time, I guess you know how many starting jobs out there, how many starting yeah. quarterback situations are there like the Patriots, and I guess to to take it into that. You know, we always talked about is Jared Stidham, Jared Stidham, Jared Stidham. You know, Brian Hoyer's there, and and all these guys, and we're thinking anybody at that point that was thinking the Patriots are going to be able to to be, you know, be better than the Chiefs or the Ravens, like I just didn't see it. And we talked about the only way you could have seen that is if Jared Stidham or someone else basically was mm-hmm. a game manager type, and their defense was all you know elite again in terms of they had to have mm-hmm. everything go right for them. But now it's like, you know, uh, 50% Cam Newton could still be good enough to mm-hmm. put them in a spot where, you know, maybe they are in a situation where they could win the AFC East, and I joked about it earlier for the 8,274th yeah. time in a row. <laughs> um, you know, are they good enough to do that? Because I think now, and look, I think there's also a case of there, there's probably some recency – part value in this in terms of people are going to say, all right, well, Cam's never going to be able to get back to where he was. And it's because of the injuries and all that. But at the same time, you know, you look at his skill set. His skill set is still different than a lot of other quarterbacks yeah. in the NFL. And if he can just get back to, to being, again, that consistency, staying healthy, like it's it's not out of the question that this team can once again, you know, mm-hmm. be, win this division, I think put themselves in a situation Where they're back in the playoffs, I still don't think that they're going to be to that level of the Chiefs or the Ravens, but at the same time, it's probably going to depend on what the, the people do around him because that offense, as we talked about last year, and we feel like it's one of the reasons maybe for Tom Brady that he didn't stay there, the offense still has a lot of question marks beyond the quarterback position.
2: Yeah, I mean, Cam, I guess, did bring uh, a receiving corpse of Devin Funchess, Kelvin Benjamin, Corey True. Brown, Ted Ginn to a Super Bowl 15-1 <laughs> and one record. He's he's used to playing with pretty mediocre to below-average uh, receiver sets. But I do think for the Patriots, um, you know, yeah, like you said, even if they get 50% of him, you could go back to what Belichick, and I think that's part of it too, just the coaching he has. You go back to the first – Patriots Super Bowl team all the way back in 2001. That team was running the ball almost sometimes more than 50% of the time, uh, Just and Tom Brady was mostly just getting manageable third downs and short passes. There's a lot of just small things that they can kind of learn from that. And I, I don't, obviously, <laughs> Cam's a much more mobile uh, quarterback, even at this stage of his career with all the hits he's taken. And I put it down that you know, five years into his career he was the most hit quarterback over that span by nearly double the next guy up. So he's had a couple years off, really, Um, but overall, I mean, yeah, they're going to be able to, I think, in the the offense, especially last year, they were one of the worst red zone offenses in the NFL, 26 in touchdown efficiency. Cam, historically, is one of the best red zone-only efficient uh, quarterbacks that we've seen in the last 10 years. Um, In 2018, they had the highest pass rating in the red zone of any quarterback before his injury, so... I Yeah, I, the pieces around him are interesting to me. But you add, yeah, the defense, what the defense is going to probably still be. Maybe they're not going to s- finish first in DVOA again. But I still think they're going to have a great unit. I, I touched on the offensive line being one of the best that Cam's had of his career. We'll see how losing uh, their offensive line coach, Skarniecki, has an impact. But uh, I still think overall they're going to be fine up front. And for a team that yeah, – another note I was kind of – I started thinking about with Cam is that, you know, last year they were so – so predictable and the guys they'd have in the field uh, whether they're going to run the ball if it's Sonny Michelle they're running if it's James White at the running back position they're going to pass and I think with Cam at least even if it's still obvious when those situations are up there what they're going to do just the threat of him running and the ability to just provide a little more of an opening for for uh, Michelle at the middle I just so many exciting things to think about with what this offense is uh, from a just a purely football point of view if you're a, not a Patriots fan it's it's pretty frightening to you know you thought you had the end of this of this uh, dynasty. I'm not not saying they're going to be like you're saying on the, on the level of the chiefs and Ravens. I don't, there's no way to have any idea until we see cam and this offense on the field together to have really a prediction of what they're going to be like. But I do think they're in a position to at least at the very least with their defense. And if, if cam's able to stay on the field, they're able to manage the game plan. So he's not getting hit so much. Yeah. There's no reason to think they shouldn't be in contention for the division and at least the playoff spot. And, you know, compared to where we were, joking about them tanking for Trevor Lawrence not that long ago. It's definitely a, a lot different conversation now. And you, Any conversation you had about the AFC, you have to kind of twist it and alter it now that uh, Cam's in New England.
1: Well, listen, you talked about who Cam took along with him to the Super Bowl with the Panthers. You forgot to mention our guy Greg Olson, who is uh, yes. <laughs> is now here on the Blue Wire Network with his uh, new podcast, te One. Um, It's a it's a great one, too, and there's a lot of exciting things. I know they've gotten the works on that. Uh, it's a seven-episode uh, series where he's doing long-form interviews uh, with great tight ends from NFL history. So that's uh, definitely something to check out if you're listening to our podcast. Certainly you're an NFL fan. Uh, you can check that out as well. But But, no, you bring up some good points about just kind of where – know what he's been able to do before I think and now it's just a matter of the the question is going to be can he get back to that level and I think that's the one thing because it's I mean you know this guy's not that old like it's not a situation that we have to keep that in mind too where you know he's not that old and I think it's one where it was easy maybe for some people to just write him off after the struggles he's had with the injuries Mm -hmm. and everything and you know, you kind of make that assumption, but I think we remember that. You know, it's not like he's going to be retiring next year or anything. You know, all things considered, unless the injuries just do get to a point to where he just can't play. Uh, but that that makes it more interesting. And so uh, I guess we'll we'll see how it plays out. But it's certainly a lot more intrigue. I know earlier they're putting out the. Uh, you look at all the uh, updated odds and everything on uh you know comeback player of the year mm-hmm. of course he's all of a sudden just catapulted uh mm-hmm. up to the top of that and then uh, you look at NFL MVP odds i think he's even jumped into the top <laughs> 10 uh in some of the uh in some of the odds out there that that are all around the place so uh that's that's interesting as well but uh that's a nice segue isn't it because we're going to talk about some odds and some betting uh and that we're going to do with our friends at bet online because there is no shortage of action Going on at our exclusive partners, BetOnline.ag, sports slowly making their way back. And BetOnline is leading the way with the best odds and lines for all UFC, NASCAR, boxing, and soccer matches. And if you need even more, they have the simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC simulations all day, every day live on their website but if you don't want the sports and you're looking for something else other than sports guess what bet online has you covered there too with hundreds of casino games poker tournaments and prop bets to check out all you got to do visit betonline.ag and use the promo code BlueWire, all one word blue wire for a free welcome bonus that's blue BlueWire. blue wire have i said that enough there uh bet online you're online wagering experts all right Let's get into some interesting things elsewhere. Obviously, there's been a lot of reaction to this um, mm-hmm. in terms of people weighing in here or there. And I think you're going to have a split opinion on this. There are going to be some people that think that Cam you know, can take them to a really, really high level. There are some people that probably are going to think that maybe this doesn't change a whole lot for the Patriots um some of the one of the things that's really stood out and we we talked about this before we started recording um I think that it was Mike Lombardi who let me just tell you right now, I love <laughs> Mike Lombardi like I think he's excellent all the stuff he does for the athletic uh does a great job for visa and I've actually talked to him on visa before so I, let me just say that up front like i I think Mike's great, but at the same time uh he he had this quote here and I, I found it very interesting and I think this is where maybe you're going to see that line in terms of what people think is possible when it comes to what Cam Newton can do with the Patriots. Um, And here's what he had to say. And we're going to, you know, he was kind of pressed on a, he went on a radio Mm -hmm. interview and he was pressed about sort of, okay, Cam's there now. Is that going to be enough for the Patriots to find a way to beat the Chiefs? Who, again, we're all, everyone's playing to beat the Chiefs at this point. They're defending champions and here's what he had to say about that. I'm just going to read the quote. That way we have the full quote. We're not taking anything out of context, anything. He said, I think they can. I do. A lot of it is going to come down to their kicker and how good he is, right, because he's a rookie. It's also going to come down to how good those young players are on defense. If they can add Mm -hmm. another defensive lineman or somebody in there to give them a little more strength, I think they can. All right, well, (laughs) <laughs> I talked up Mike Lombardi how much I I thought he was great, and I still think he's great. But I I don't know, Dylan. I don't know that I can go that far right now to say that this signing right here with Cam Newton is going to put the Patriots at a level where I think they're going to be able to beat the Chiefs because it's just, I don't know, like it just it feels different. And yeah. it is. it is. It's because Tom Brady's not there. And like it or not, like I think until we see the Patriots on the field, Without Tom Brady in that uniform under center, I don't care who you put under there. I think it's going to feel so different, and we don't know what the chemistry, all those different things that go along with it. It's not just the guy in the uniform. Like, it's the chemistry. It's all the other stuff, and I don't think I'm willing to go that far just yet and say that I, all of a sudden, are going to just put the Patriots up there with, you know, 1A, 1B, 1C with the Chiefs and the Ravens. I just don't think we can go that far just yet.
2: No, I think it for me it maybe elevates them more to that tier. That's kind of what we've talked about. Like you're saying, there's the Chiefs and Ravens up at the top, and then there's like this middle kind of area in the AFC with teams like the Bills, the Titans. You could maybe throw the Steelers, I guess, in there. The Colts. There's just a bunch of teams that we we have optimism for, but we don't really know for sure what we're going to get this year. And I think you could say the same thing about the Patriots. We do know where we're getting with the coaching staff, and that is why maybe I put them on the a little bit above some of those other teams in that middle section right now. If Can to stay healthy, and that's such a huge if. Obviously, I, you know, from all reports, he's, you know, recovered from these two injuries that he's had the last couple of years, and that'll go a long way. But and there's no real way to know what, you know, all the hits he's taken over his career, what toll it's going to have, and if it really is the reason he's, you know, this injury prone kind of label that is probably why so many teams didn't sign him. I, I don't know if I buy completely into that, but at the same time, you just don't know. There's no way to really know until we Mm -hmm. see it on the field see this offense I mean the Patriots these uh, Belichick and McDaniels have a history of getting the most out of the talent they have and finding kind of the you know un- things that are undervalued and finding little weaknesses in their opponents week to week changing themselves and I do think there's a lot of intriguing things that we're going to see and that's why I'm really excited for it They did replenish the roster of fullback and tight end I think they're going to do a lot more uh, going back to 2018 where they did a ton of two tight end sets where a lot of times you thought they were running they do a lot of play action stuff I think it's there's just so many intriguing things to think about with them and yes, they do have a great defense, so that's also a, a factor in this conversation why maybe they're elevated yeah. above some of those middle-ranked teams. But the Chiefs and Ravens were, I mean, by you know maybe the Chiefs in certain parts of the season weren't as dominant, but by the end of the year, clearly the, the best team in the NFL. The Ravens for the regular season were the best team in the NFL, and both teams, we know we're going to be getting similar uh, rosters maybe even improvements on defense for both of them and more continuity so those teams are just already there i know the patriots it's not like they weren't they were part we they were these three teams were the three you know last season the whole yeah. year and the patriots kind of slowly over the second half of the year the offense kind of tailed off so uh, yeah i mean I, I have optimism but to say they're going to that they're going to beat the chiefs i mean like you said he was pressed into a an answer and it's it's tough to you got to reply on the fly there and <laughs> i don't know if that, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's just tough for me to really even know. I like how how do we possibly know what this offense yeah. is going to look like, what Cam's going to look like, because outside of you know private workouts and different things, there's not really a ton to work off of at this point.
1: Yeah, well, he was on W E I in Boston, which is obviously one of the mm-hmm. bigger you know. And so he went on there, and and I think he worked
2: the, he worked for the Patriots, right? When they won yeah. Super Bowl forty nine. He has yeah. Ties of the franchise.
1: Yeah, so I think it makes sense why, and that's what I said. One of the things he did add, too, he said, look, he was asked on his show, and he said that he thought they would, you know, if he had to be, I think it was like the over-under on the number of wins, and I think it's been set at nine was kind of where that number was at. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he said over. He he thought they would go over. And so now, you know, you you add Cam to the mix, and I think naturally it's like, all right, well, you add him, surely he's worth, you know, maybe a couple more wins. And that would put you right there, like that, you know, 11-5, and something like that. And, Dylan, what a great uh, transition that is because guess what we're going to do? We're going to do this on the fly because we had fun doing this (laughs) with some of our our question series that we did for all the teams. And I think it's fun to look at because, as we said, we have no idea. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to assume – we're not going to assume that Cam Newton's going to be the Cam Newton that he was when he led the Panthers to the Super Bowl. But we're going to assume that, let's say, best-case scenario. I don't know that that is the best-case scenario in terms of getting him at that level. But if we say, all right, you're going to get him close to, to to best case scenario for him right now, where he stays healthy, he's able to play the majority of the season, uh, you know, doesn't miss five or more games, four or more games, whatever number you want mm-hmm. to put it at. Let's go down through the schedule here and let's see how it looks because I think this is oh, something boy. that's going to make it interesting, and we're gonna we're gonna look back on this in January, and we're gonna laugh because we're probably gonna get a lot of these wrong, but. Let's just see if we – because I think our, our answers are going to change a little bit. If we had this conversation a week ago, mm-hmm. I think we have different responses. All right. So they start the season at home on September 13th against the Dolphins. Yeah, we'll go with
2: the win for that. All
1: right. 1-0. Week week two, they're at the Seahawks.
2: Uh, I guess Seattle, but, you know.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay, how about this? If they didn't have Cam – it would be a lot easier to answer that, wouldn't it?
2: Yeah, it would be a. I, yeah, exactly. That's, so there you go. <laughs> those Games against good teams. Like, I'm looking down the schedule, and it's it's a lot of games, even games that are against some teams that are more in the middle of the pack where I wouldn't be as positive. But yeah. now, yeah, you're right. It, it does change <laughs> your, your mindset quite a bit.
1: Yeah. All right. So we'll say one and one. Week three, home against the Raiders.
2: Uh, win.
1: Yeah. Two and one. Uh, week four, at the Chiefs.
2: Ooh. <laughs> there you I'll, go. I'll say, right? I'll say they're gonna lose, but yeah. uh you know was, they've had some close encounters the last few years and I yeah, obviously Cam brings it a little closer. Yeah, <laughs> I'll go some right. There
1: you go. Two and two. Uh week five, home against the Broncos. Uh win. Win. All right. Um let's say they didn't have Cam.
2: Yeah, that's that's an exact example <laughs> of <the, laughs> right? games I was like before I would have probably been yep. more borderline. Maybe giving into my Broncos hype that I, right. we've been talking about, but yep. now with Cam, yeah, Patriots at home too with the win, even if uh, there are no fans.
1: Three and two. Uh, week six, they're on the bye. Week seven, home against the 49ers.
2: Yeah, I'll go with the loss there, but I could see that being kind of a, a weird game for the, the Niners going on the road. Yep. But I'll, I'll go with I'll go with the Niners pulling it out. All uh right. so Shanahan getting some uh, Super Bowl 51 revenge or 56. That's, yeah,
1: that's three and three. All right. Um, three and three? Yeah,
2: three and three. Um, aha, here we go. Yeah, this is, this at, is the one.
1: <laughs> at the Bills, November the
2: 1st. Mm. Oh, this is like – these games against Buffalo, and even last year they kind of deciding the division. I'll go with the mm-hmm. Patriots. Mm-hmm. I don't know, though. This, <laughs> but, see, this is the one I would look at and say,
1: honestly – like this is the swing game. Like for me, like I yep. think signing Cam Newton before I would have went with the Bills probably nine times out of Definitely. ten. But now, like I, I don't, I don't know that I wouldn't lean it the other way. And so, uh, mm, we're, we're gonna give the Patriots this one. But uh, that's another yeah. one that you look at and say, mmm, that you could think a little bit about that one. Uh, all right, so they're I think they're four and three now at the yep. Jets Monday Night Football. Yeah.
2: Victory, for
1: sure. Yep, yep. That's not even, five I might have three. picked
2: that before. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have
1: too, probably. So, five and three. Um, <laughs> home against the Ravens. Is yeah, that, that's
2: a tough one. I'll, it, you got to go with Baltimore yeah. at this point. I mean, everything that we just talked about yeah. for those reasons. But, maybe if, if you know, if they're actually six and two or something, and we've seen this offense right. looking pretty good, a little more unsure. Five and four.
1: um, At the Texans. Go with a win. Yeah, I've. I don't know that I would have before, just because I think it's—I mm-hmm. don't know—but I think I would now. Deshaun's
2: so. played so well in his career against the Patriots and Belichick too, but yeah, yeah, I'll go with the Pats. Six and six and four,
1: yeah, six and four, I think. Yeah, six and four. Um, all right, then you got this one home against the Cardinals.
2: Go with the win. Yeah, that was one of that was kind of on the Broncos level of mm-hmm. uncertainty before.
1: Seven and four at the Chargers.
2: Uh, hope Hunter Henry doesn't hear this, but we'll go with the Patriots. <laughs>
1: Uh, no spoiler teas there. We're not going to talk about what that means. Um, is that eight and four?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I four. would
1: probably pick them to beat the Chargers too. Sorry. Um, at the Rams. So they're there for the, for the oh, Sunday Thursday swing. Yeah, five swing. days
2: later. Yeah. Four days. Yeah. Uh, this one, I'm I'm pretty biased, so I'll let you make the pick. <laughs> Why don't we
1: just go? Let's say that let's just go with a split here. Like let's just say that they're okay. going to go one and one on the L.A. swing. So um what is that eight and five yeah eight, eight and, five. and five yeah at the dolphins win versus the bills uh win versus the jets <laughs> right 11 and five that's what we Simple talked history. about right
2: yeah. look at that uh, like i, I mean do think, i do think that over nine it was a nine and a half i mean yeah, yeah 10 11 wins i don't think it's out of the question maybe some of those the bills games Maybe they split with Buffalo, but I think ten and six is realistic for sure. Um, obviously, not the easiest schedule, having to face the Niners, uh, the Seahawks, and then also the Chiefs and Ravens. But uh, if they if they pull out one of those four, then then eleven and five is looking really good.
1: Let's see. So I'm on Bet Online here right now, and mm-hmm. I'm looking at the the win. So five to nine range is mm-hmm. currently the leader in the clubhouse. Now, I don't know if this has been changed since he signed or not, but I just want to put yeah. that out there. 10 to 14 was in the plus 110 range. So, um, obviously, 15 to 16, way down there, 0 to 4, way down there. Um, so, I yeah, like I think right now I would – if, if 9.5 was that number, I would go over right now. I think I mm-hmm. would pick – I would feel – Pretty decent about that. But honestly, some of that's based on their schedule, too, like we said, because they do get the Jets twice. They get the Dolphins twice. Um, you know, mm-hmm. they get teams like the, like those games against the Cardinals and the Broncos, who we think are going to be better. But at the same time, you know, they're, they're on the road for those two teams. So uh, not exactly easy. They get the Raiders at home. Uh, so there, there's a lot of good things with their schedule too that help, but you know, like we're saying, I mean, that's that's the difference though from that nine and seven miss the playoffs to eleven and five win the AFC East and you know potentially get a number three seed, something like that.
2: Yeah, I mean, we previously I uh, would have sided with Buffalo and into the same kind of conversation what the, the difference of Cam means. Previously, I still thought the Patriots were probably going to be with their defense fine and figure out a way to win, like you know. In that seven eight, range, eight yeah. game range, but um, yeah, no, I, I think at this point, if I had to, if I had to choose between the two, I'd, you know, I'm not going to deny Belichick and all the things they've done, and you know what Cam can be when he's healthy. So yeah, I think at this point that's flipped now. That uh, once again, that's the difference of having Cam, and yeah, like you said, a three seed, four seed, somewhere in that range. I don't think it's out of the question for them, I, I, and I'm, I'm just really, ex- at this point, hopeful that we'll get to see, uh, you know, they'll have time to work out together, obviously, with everything right now. It's yeah. d- delaying all the time for Cam to get in the building, but, I, yeah, I couldn't be more excited. I, you know, as much as I do, in, uh, especially working in, in sports, I've come to appreciate the Patriots more so than maybe as an individual fan <laughs> <laughs> previously, but, yeah, it's you know, you, you're always excited to see certain parts of what the Patriots do, and it's really impressive, the the continuity and stability of the organization. But just to see such a different quarterback, like, as much as, you know, Tom's been incredible and one of the best, uh, you know, pro- probably the best quarterback of all time, I mean, just to see Cam Newton in this skill set with Belichick, it's just been so long since we've seen Belichick be able to get creative with a guy like this. We've seen him be so creative and multiple with the, the sets they do on offense and obviously on defense, but – It's going to be really exciting. One stat uh, Tucker Boynton uh, tweeted out, which I enjoyed over the weekend, was that uh, Patriots quarterbacks from 1978 to 2019 have 4,833 rushing yards. Cam Newton in his career is only 27 rushing yards below that, (laughs) 4,806. So over 40 years of Patriots quarterbacks so have basically the same amount of rushing yards as Cam. And um, even if they're not trying to, to pound him in there on the on third and shorts, fourth and shorts, the same way that the Panthers uh, relied on him for so long based on some of these injuries, I do think we're going to still see Cam just add a just – we're going to see a, an offense that I'm, I just couldn't be more excited for. I think about all these other teams uh, with the new players they drafted and just different coaching staffs and different ideas and things like that that I'm excited for. The Cowboys come to mind with McCarthy. But yeah. – yeah, uh, I think the Patriots now with Cam, that, they're right up there in terms of intrigue for what we're going to see on the field.
1: Something else that I just quickly before we wrap up, I think Cam himself, I find this very fascinating because he's a he's a very motivated guy, and yes. the fact that the Panthers <laughs> cut him, like I think that's something too that we have to factor in here and say. You know, the athletes at this level, like, they they find motivation. Of course, the first thing I think back to is, is the last dance where you talk about Michael Jordan, how he just made up stuff in terms of things <laughs> that he could just find to, you know, get pissed off about that would motivate him to the point of wanting to go out and just prove everyone wrong. And I almost yes. look at it, I'm not saying Cam Newton's Michael Jordan, but at the same time, I do feel like this is a situation where, Maybe he's not a hundred percent when he comes out, but I think that extra little bit of motivation, um, I think that's going to play a big role here too. going out and trying to prove everyone knowing that, look, he's also following in the footsteps of Tom Brady and there are going to be plenty of people that are talking about that in and of itself. But I think the motivation to prove everyone wrong, the Panthers, the people who don't think he can step in and be a, a quality quarterback again. I think that's something we we probably have to look at too.
2: Oh no, absolutely. I mean, um, uh- Obviously, it's a lot different situation, but, you know, went from Florida, you know, kind of things in the work out there yeah. in college, went to, as a, a, a Juco at Blinn College, wins a national championship of junior college, gets the Auburn opportunity. Just every time he's had to overcome something and take on a challenge, he's met it. And obviously, yeah, there's only so much you can control about injuries, but if, again, this, it's such a big if, but if he's able to stay healthy, if he's on the field, I have no doubt, yeah, he's going to be uh, beyond motivated. I think Belichick couldn't be more motivated to prove he can win without Tom, even if he will never admit that. Same with Tom on the other side. But nonetheless, just the the combination of all everything this Patriots organization wants to prove of what, you know, just because Tom's gone, we're, we still have built this the Patriots way. We still won year after year. We found ways to win when Tom was hurt. Uh, with Matt Castle as the quarterback, I mean they've they've done it all. Obviously, when Jimmy G filled in for Tom when he had a suspension a few years back. Uh, so yeah, overall I think uh, Cam himself the motivation couldn't be higher, but also just everyone around him. So all of that, yeah, it's it's uh, you don't want a hungry Bill Belichick and Cam Newton. That combination is something that. Uh, we, we're going to see a lot of different faces and different jerseys. It feels a little bit like it's uh, some Madden franchise where there's been some crazy <laughs> trades. But, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of teams that have something to prove, but I don't think there's many uh, with the same motivation as Cam because, like you said, there's no there's no need to to make up um, uh, any slights or doubters. Yeah. Like, there, there's plenty out there. So uh, <laughs> he has a lot of material to work with.
1: All right, quick number prediction here. Percentage chance that Cam Newton is a starter for the Patriots in week one.
2: Ooh, if there was no <laughs> uh, pandemic occurring still and they were able to get to yeah. the facility much earlier, I would probably put that close to 100. Um, I'll still go with 70% just because of that kind of turnaround. I, maybe it should be a little higher than that. I just, As much as uh, Patriot fans want to tell themselves, you know, we got Jarrett Siddham, he's going to be great, I mean, let's let's just compare what they did at Auburn. Both of these quarterbacks and uh, a guy that's won an NFL NFL MVP and the guy that doesn't have much experience at all in the NFL level. I just maybe it just feels like it's going to be Cam as long as he's healthy, and I feel like they'll be able to pick up things quickly. Maybe it's closer to eighty percent.
1: Yeah, I was going to go to seventy-five. So about right. That kind of we're we're in the same boat where unless there's some kind of you know certainty surrounding when they're going to be back and people going to actually be able to to have workouts and all this other stuff, I think it's hard to to kind of figure out, you know, what exactly that number should be. But I think it's a situation where more than likely, uh, you know, around 75%. We feel like he's going to be the starter. And uh, we'll see what happens there with the Auburn of the North now in the uh, in <laughs> New, New England with the Patriots. So uh, we'll see how it works out for Cam Newton and company there. But uh, all right, Dylan, that wraps it up. Uh, fun to look at uh, Cam Newton uh, joining the Patriots, but lots of other fun stuff going on around the NFL. And uh, everybody can find all that over at Clutch Points.
2: Yeah, you can go to ClutchPoints.com to the NFL section at the top of the page. Plenty of reaction and analysis of what this move means. And, yeah, you can listen to our podcast on the website as well. Read all of our content, listen to the podcast in the Points app in the NFL section there also with MLB coming back pretty soon and NBA, all those game streams will be able to follow live in our app as well. So yeah, excited for slowly things to get back uh, sports wise, even if they're, uh, it's going to look a lot different without people in the stands and in the NBA's case, not uh, in home arenas. Uh, at least we'll have some live action to to follow through here at Clutch Points.
1: Yep, for sure. Check all that out, and uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Any podcast app you use, just search for it there. And uh, thanks, as always, too, to the fine folks at Blue Wire and Bet Online for all that they do. And thank you guys as always for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next time here on the Establish the Past podcast.